Stev, Abby and Asha. The Sage Institute of Massage. Hit 105. Now get the party started. Stev, Abby and Asha are planning an event you have to be at. DJing live. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm Hamish. And together we're Huckel DJs. Party people! Asha's Bucks Party. We had a sick night. <laughs> If you're at it last night, thank you so much for coming. You can check out the photos. They're just up at the Hit 105 Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And look, it was pretty It was pretty epic. It was so epic. I had such a good time. I was really, really honestly afraid mm, of what both of you might have done. But all you did was just bring me surprise after surprise, showered me with love and affection from people that I, I'd known for a long time, some I hadn't met yet. Uh, and this man at one point turned around and jo- he said, Come and join me on stage, mate. Send the good bit with me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from the suburb of Australia, Shannon Knoll. <laughs> G'day, guys. How are we this morning? That was the best thing ever. You turned around and said, come and sing. What about me with him, mate? It was the yeah. best moment. Oh, cool, mate. It was cool. I knew you'd know the words, mate, so it was all good. <laughs> I love everyone going, oh, my God, he really can sing. Is that like an insult that people are surprised that you can hear every single note just live like that? Uh, yeah, it, it is sort of, it's surprising sometimes, but, you know, I suppose, you know, yeah, well, after doing this for 15 years nearly now, I hope, I hope I'm somewhere near it. Yeah, you'd want to hope, right? Yeah. yeah He's getting right. better. At least they, uh, they say that at some stage. <laughs> what about this absolute debacle that it, people were trying to get you to splendour in the grass, right? And then it's yeah. revealed that sh- you've been pipped at the post again by Mr. Guy Sebastian, who's going to be there this weekend. Oh, mate, yeah, there's been a few. I think um, Reese Maston is playing at a Tuesday. Is he? Oh, you are kidding me. What no. is Reese Maston no. doing? Yeah. Pl- what? No, he's playing at one of the others, but he said he would have given up his spot for me, I think. One of the other big ones he's playing at. But, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty nice. Well, yeah, mate, I've been used to God pipping me. Don't worry about that. It's <laughs> <laughs> an outrage. It's my life. Yeah. 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 But uh, we loved having you at the Bucks. You've been to a few Bucks. How did you think it, it rates? How's it rate up there with yours and others you've been to? Because I'm sure your, your ones are wild. Oh, well, my, yeah, mate. My, they, they get wilder as the later they get. That's why I got out of there. <laughs> you did. You could see it going. And you were like, oh, i got to get out of this one. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great, mate. It was really it was a lovely thing to do. I sure was obviously uh, very proud and happy. Oh mate, so it was so, great, so good to see to you. Yeah. So good to see you last night. And even though Shannon had to get out of there, he's a very busy man. Mm. Still, on his way out the door, he'd already said, "Okay, bye. Okay, bye." Everyone who said, "Hey, can I have a photo?" Shannon's like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." Shannon stopped for every single person. Yeah, so good. All those people, their face yeah. just lit up when you got a photo with them, Shannon. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that, mate. Yeah, I've heard no, Sebastian great, refuses. Guy yeah, Sebastian yeah, refuses. Absolutely. He's, He's horrible. really quite rude. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, no, thank you so much for coming. We can't wait to hear the new album as well that's coming out. Yeah, no, no worries, guys. Yeah. Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Luke Wynn's here. Good morning, Luke. Good morning, guys. How are you? I'm great good. The, the, the studio smells like fur. Fur? 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 Yes. It's the, the, the traditional Vietnamese soup. Uh, it's melt meats, it's broth, it's noodles, it's what have you got in here? It's beef this morning? Yeah, it's yeah. delicious. I've got Angus beef in there, uh, the brisket, and I've got some raw sirloin on top as well. You're well, going to be at the night noodle markets tonight from six o'clock at South Bank. Is, is this the kind of thing you're going to be uh, putting together? Absolutely. You know, what a great dish for breakfast, but what a good dish in the evening as well. I know. Yeah. I don't want you to feel like you just came in just to deliver us food, though, okay? We did want to chat with you. <laughs> I feel exactly that's why. I okay, came it was like, let's say it was 50 50, okay? Thank you, fire at seven in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find that Australians pretty 
pronunciation is terrible. It's horrible. Okay. Okay, guys, it's not po or fo. You know? Okay, yeah. 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 It's, it's spelled P-H-O, but um, you pronounce it like F-U-R, but with a question mark. At as the if end. you're from the Gold Coast. As if you're from the Gold Coast. What? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Right. Uh, with a question mark. Our pronunciation might be shocking, but our love of noodles is extreme, you correct? You love noodles. You yeah. Know, we've sold 20,000 bowls of pho at Fat Noodle. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. See, already. Abby, was that your, the opening of uh, Fat Noodle, and, and you were just uh, saying it was one of the best openings you'd ever It was been amazing. To. And talking about, you know, your your love of the country as well, and, you know, how you, you came here was just fascinating and amazing. Um, and I... I have to say it was kind of the most frustrating opening I've ever been to as Why well. Because I love food. You're I starving. love eating. <laughs> yeah. And because people are so obsessed with your food, I went to go and grab something and a lady grabbed my hand and moved it away and went, excuse oh, me. That was that one. We Instagram yeah. first. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Because you must have there must have been so many food bloggers there. And I'm not oh, used yeah. to that. And your presentation apparently was amazing. Food bloggers that come to Fat Noodle all the time. And you're right, it's all the cameras, it's all about the, the photo first, right? Mm. Um, because our food's beautiful. Why yeah. wouldn't you want to take a photo of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, it, when you go into Fat Noodle, like like here, the smells and the aromas, mm. right, just reminds you of Vietnam and Southeast Asia. Wow. So you just, you know, you're salivating before you um, start dinner. How do you find the general public now with, um, everyone is a food critic, really, now after MasterChef and, and the success of all these cooking shows. Do you find that people have gotten a bit more lippy with their critiques of the, of the cooking in your restaurants and stuff? Or, or is that a good thing that people are now... Holding everyone to a bit of a higher standard. It's definitely got a whole lot more lippy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. My gosh, you know. And, People uh, telling you how to cook yeah, noodles. Yeah, I was. I did. Um, I was at Fat Noodle last night, and there was a lot of lippy um, wow. guests. But you listen. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. You listen to the feedback, hmm. and it's constructive a lot of the time. Hmm. So um, if you kind of ignore um, some of the comments, then you know you're not going to improve. Yeah. And so right. for me personally, I listen to everything. I go online. I, I read all the comments. Well, yeah. And um, that's how you improve, I think. Yeah. When you got a bit of an ego, mm-hmm. and you think you're you're you know the best of yep. the best then you're not going to get anywhere i think anyway. well th- i better start reading the comments about this show because i have <laughs> <laughs> just been coasting on my ego 11 years why start now <laughs> like, <laughs> let's, let's let's be honest well you're at the night noodle markets uh at south bank tonight and uh, we're going to be there on monday yeah, as we well are. uh we're going to be popping down oh yeah God, so we're, we're doing a chicken laksa as well Ooh. and some uh, fish karaga so classic uh, fat noodle dishes and also some newbies on the menu as well i'll Love instagram it. them and then critique <laughs> luke Wynn, thank you so much for your time this morning thanks guys Step I'm in love with Katie McKinnon. She is a Saturday Night Live alumni. You might have seen her doing Ellen. She does a fantastic Ellen impersonation. And she's Janine Holtz in the new Ghostbusters film. And I was smitten. I was in deep smit the entire film. I just wanted her to be on screen more. more. Any scene she wasn't in, I found myself tuning out. I'm in love with her. Uh, but I went home and Googled her as soon as I got out of the film. And I found out that she is openly very, 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 very... Gay. She was in a show called <laughs> The Big Gay Sketch Show. Like, she is way gay. Can't you yeah. just be gay? You don't be very, she's like, very gay. She's like, yay! And I'm yep. still like, that's fine. I could turn her. What? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. You know? Uh, and it. I thought, that's a bit odd, isn't I it? I think that's weird yeah. from guys. Yeah. yeah. I don't look. Like... Sorry, Abby, go mm. ahead. Well, it seems like it's kind of like you just haven't had this. You know, yeah. if you were yeah. to have this, mm. and that's it's just... normally like this, then you wouldn't be interested. She was pointing at her cross. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I've got to go on the record and say that. You don't just go, you know what? I uh, like just imagine, like, if you're a straight person, mm. like, what would it take 
like, oh, you just haven't had that much of a gay sexual experience. Actually, no, it doesn't even arouse me, so I'm not into it. And I think that's the – whenever someone says, oh, I could turn them, that's their ego talking. Yeah. That's them never having True. been refused by a man or a woman. I've seen yeah. plenty of women go, oh, I could turn them. Like, actually, no, he was born gay. I, but yeah. I have had it happen to me, as I was saying before. A lot of people were coming to my video store. A guy brought in a psychology handbook and was like, here's all the reasons. Like, if your father left you at a very young age, you were raised by women, blah, blah, you should be gay. Come out on a date. Aww. I was like, nice try, buddy. I appreciate the effort, but no. Uh, we got Robin from Logan. Robin, what do you think about this? Is it offensive? Is it rude to, to want to turn somebody? Um, I definitely think it's kind of offensive. I mean, I've been in that situation where um, I'm a lesbian and men have gone, you know, I can turn you yeah. or, you know, you just haven't have found the right guy and yeah. all that stuff. I find it offensive. Yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it presumed that you haven't had a right sexual experience with a guy? Yeah, I think so. Or, you know, especially as you know, bad as it sounds, it mostly comes from men, you know, who just go, you haven't found the right guy or, yeah. you know, yeah. the guy, guy hasn't treated you right or something like that. I think that was also because guys have this, like, fantasy with about yeah, lesbians. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. know? Yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh, but Robin, then what about the opposite though? When you when you see a, a a straight woman that you're attracted to, I mean, there's there's always a you may not act on it, but you always go like, I wish I could turn her, or I wish she was a lesbian. Like it's it's not. I don't know if it's just confined to men. Um, no, I definitely think every lesbian's had that straight girl crush. Yeah, where they were gay, but. Oh well. <laughs> oh, look, it's, it's not Ruby Rose. Not, yeah, yeah. If I met Ruby Rose, yeah, but I'd she's like, got she's uh, got turning superpowers. Oh, let's yeah. be yeah. honest. They're calling they're calling uh, Kate McKinnon the new Ruby Rose because right. everyone's walking out of this film going, I don't know what just happened to me, but I'm in love with that woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Ryan in Barunia Heights. Ryan, do you think it's rude or offensive to want to turn somebody? No, not at all. If anything, it should be I don't know. It should be taken as a compliment. I mean, we're a very diverse society. I don't think there's anything wrong with it at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might be a straight male, but at, at the end of the day, it's still a compliment. So, As a yeah, straight male, then, Ryan, what if someone tried to turn you? Where's the compliment now, Ryan? Vanished in it, buddy. My old housemate, he was, he was, he was openly gay, mm. and you know, I had no problem with it. And sure, he used to chuck certain comments at me, but... Yeah. At the end of the day, I am who I am. Yeah, yeah. Um, but look, it should just be taken as a compliment. We don't judge people, or well, I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think it should be wrong. Yeah. Now, if anything, it's a compliment. So mm-hmm. ten points. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, thank you, right? Yeah, I took it as a compliment. Yeah, take it the other way. Sometimes I get offensive, offended if people don't want to turn me. Why does he want to turn me? Yeah, I, I said that to one of my friends who's a lesbian. I was like, "Have you ever?" And she said, "No." No, and I'm not like, you, mate. No. Why have you not? Like, why? I have had. I, I, I'll never. I'll never forget. I was at the. I was at the Wickham once, uh, having a beer with my friend uh, Craig, and we kind of got to this point, and I and I said, "Well, you know, what about, uh, you know, what about many guys?" Oh, look, honey, don't get tickets on yourself. You're not my type. <laughs> and you're like, ouch. I could no, be you, your type. You try and turn me. Turn me. <laughs> Michaela in the ring bar, what are your thoughts on this issue? Um, it is offensive. I myself am gay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I've, had, I've had men myself um, tell me that it, it's like those sorts of things. And it is, yeah, it, it, it is really offensive. Um, do you think it's just their? Uh, do you think it's just their ego talking that they are of the opinion that their sexual prowess has some sort of superpower, mm. and that you know if you say no to them, it's also a blow to their ego? Yeah, well, yeah in, in a way, I think it is 
it probably is their ego. Like, I myself, my, myself probably don't look like I'm a lesbian. Right. So they think, oh, you're too pretty to be gay. Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. right. It's so that that is now that now we're talking like offensive. It's with yeah. girls. Yeah. Do you know? Like, if it was ever to be with a guy, then that's not an issue. But yeah. it's guys saying to girls, oh, you just haven't had this member to be able to make you change. Did you just say this member? Is that, yeah. No, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Uh, Michaela, <laughs> that's not thanks so much for calling through. No, no problem. Thank you. And go see Ghostbusters. Apparently. Yes, everyone go see Ghostbusters. <laughs> Stabbing Abbey, now with Osher on Hit 105. A lot of people probably can't wait until knockoff time today because a lot of people probably be heading down to Byron Bay for Splendour in the Grass, if not they're already. Um, have you noticed why Amy Drew would not be here today? Oh. Amy Drew's gone to <laughs> so Splendour? Yeah, of course she of course is. Every she time it's a festival, I said to her, I said, uh, oh, Han, like after, you know, the party, you're going to have to back it up on Monday. She goes, I won't be here. And I went, of course you won't because it's Splendour. <laughs> She's going to, so if you are going south, just remember 35,000 people a day are going to be trying to get into yeah. Byron Bay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there's a lot, there's a big police operation around Splendour in the Grass, as there is every year. But this time... Um, it sounds like there's a threat that you might even lose your ticket if you're mm. busted uh, on the phone to talk a bit about it a bit more. From the Gold Coast Cops, Superintendent Jim Keogh. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, guys. Hey, yeah. sir. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah. Tell me, is this true? <laughs> yeah. He's lying. He can tell that, Stab. He's a cop. You, He's trained to detect lies. Uh, Jim, is it true that if you get busted on the way into Splendour, then a cop's going to rip up your ticket? Is that true? Kinda. Look, but first thing, you know, the behaviour has really improved at right. these concerts over the years. If you look back when we first introduced the drug dogs, a lot of the patrons were a little bit, how would you say, left of centre uh, to the point where really they'd run from the uh, Blind Society's donation dog. <laughs> now, yeah. you know, there's still, still room for improvement. So what can actually happen is when you actually go to uh, enter the, uh, the concert and you're trying to bring in some contraband, mm. you can be refused by the organisers, the terms and conditions that they have set in place. Right. You know, you can't bring alcohol, drugs, skateboards, drones, etc. in. So once they refuse you entry, they can refuse you entry for the whole three days. Yeah. And this particular concert, you've got to resell your ticket back on a website and the person purchasing it must produce identification so you can't get back in. Right. That's when you're trying to get in. But if you get apprehended by the police, they will put you before the court mm. and mm. it'll be conditioned on your bail that you don't return to the concert. Wow. So not just simply on drugs, but anything that you're about to bring in there that you shouldn't be bringing in there mm. could cost you your three days of splendour. So yeah. I'll just say this right out about now, just like don't take don't drugs do and drive, don't take drugs and go to at splendour. I mean, there's heaps of kids uh, that go. That's a really great thing about this festival. Lots of lots of young people go, lots of 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds go, and it's and it's a lot of fun, and it's pretty weird to try and explain. Why is that person dancing by themselves? You have to mm. kind of well. Because they love the music so much. <laughs> but we're yeah. in the... Just, just love the dancing. Love the dancing. Yeah. Everyone around them. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible accidents at some of these concerts, and uh, we don't want to see a repeat of that. Mm. I think if the behaviour continued to deteriorate, you wouldn't see the concerts. Yeah, Yeah. right. This might be an uncomfortable question, um, but. Jim, where do police stand? I guess because it's illegal, they're, they're going to say no. But we're seeing overseas that a lot of places and a lot of festivals are starting up testing of drugs just to make sure that I guess they're not going to be able to overdose or there's something else in it and they're pure, I guess, so to speak. Where do the police sit on that idea? Massive job. Complex, you know, the drug test. Yeah. Then yeah. you've got to test for certain drugs, etc. Yeah. Look, any form of drug detection, even when we ran the sniffer dogs, you had people who would immediately try and consume the drugs to avoid oh, detection. Yeah. Mm. That in itself could have been fatal. Mm. 
So I think we're a long way off the drug detection side of things. And what we're really doing is appealing to the community to show some sort of common sense. Mm-hmm. And like you guys say, you've got young people at these concerts. Well, what sort of example yeah. uh, does it really set when you're in there off chops, yeah. behaving badly? <laughs> yeah, uh, You're right. Yeah. Uh, Superintendent Jim Keogh, who are you looking forward to catching while you're at Splendor, mate? You, you'd be popping along, right? I mean, I you're not working, obviously. I think I'll make it. I do have to work, unfortunately, oh, there. To come on. The cue uh, is playing. Though. We know that Friday on my mind was the song that you come on Friday I'm in love that was your graduation song wasn't it Jim myself and the easy beats there I'll be (laughs) just a quick question just just on the last one because I mean obviously this applies to going into the festival also on the way out if you had a massive weekend it's okay to hang at the campground for a couple of hours to make sure you are right to drive when you leave the next day but Jim all this kind of stuff, you know, when I hear it, I'm like, are we putting the idea in people's minds that if their friend does get in trouble, if their friend is in trouble, they may be reluctant to get help. They may be reluctant to call an ambulance. They may be reluctant to seek first aid because they're worried they might get busted. Yeah, for sure. And that is one of the things um, that we do have to worry about. And that's why there's a lot of CCTV footage that covers all of these concerts. So the police in command centres can see, oh, look, this person's not travelling real well. We've got to step in there. And as sad as it sounds, the friend hasn't done anything because of fear of both of them getting turfed out of the concert. Safety comes first. You want to live to fight another day and certainly back up for Splendour next year. Yeah, well, we always love talking to you. Thanks for clearing up the ins and outs of what uh, to not to do when you go to Splendour. I hope everyone's safe down there. And Jim, you have your have a good weekend, even though you are working, buddy. <laughs> Take care, guys. See you, buddy. Stabbing Abbey, now with Osher on Hit 105. What is the rules when you're on a break, and can it be a good thing for a relationship? Lady Gaga, everyone's like, oh, I'm so sorry you broke up with your fiancé. She's like, no, no, not broke up, just on a break. Mm-hmm. Just having some time to work things but out. sometimes it goes wrong, and these are probably five of the most famous words in the English language. We were on a break! Sure you were, Ross. Mm. It was a photocopy of a girl. You really messed up. Uh, but we all know what are the rules and can it be a good thing? Osha's already laid one down. Uh, if you are seeing other people on your break, not with someone that you both know. And we got Shelby from Logan, Logan Lee on the phone. Shelby, what are the rules for a break? Uh, so I was in a relationship for just over a year. Um, we decided to go on a month break and he decided that the rule would be not to see anyone else. Mm-hmm. He ends up breaking that rule a couple of days later, and I don't think there's one set rule for every relationship. It's Never. all different. Yeah, yeah, right. Of course. So you, you, it didn't work out for you guys? You didn't get back together? Uh, no, we ended up um, calling it quits after that. Yeah. I find it strange that it was his rule that he implemented that he yeah. then broke. I think it was just <laughs> like, I don't want you to be with anyone uh, else, Shelby, because oh, that would hurt me. Yeah. That, that old okay. chestnut. Yeah. 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 That old chestnut. Are yeah. you uh, are you out and single and mingling then? I'm guessing she is. Uh, Shelby, you out singling and mingling or are you uh, are you settled down again? Uh, I've settled down again. Um, I've been with my current partner for over two years now and oh. it's the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so I can. It's like well. a break is just time to make a decision. Yeah. You know, like if it's meant to be, then you'll go back to it. You still don't believe it. Nope, nope. If it's Sometimes meant to it love at first sight. Yeah, we had that. We just love at first sight, and then I just got stopped for a sight with the love thing in the sight. I'm just gonna go away, and then go. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes when you meet like the one, it can be a little bit overbearing that this is the commitment that you're gonna make to this one person for the rest of your life. Mm. So you just want to make sure that's. I've right. got to agree. With, I've got to agree with you, Abby. I mean, you know, sometimes you go, oh. I'm here already. I didn't expect to be here yeah. so quickly. Oh, hang on oh. a second. You need a moment. Uh, Brooke in Eden's <laughs> Landing, uh, have you ever been on a break? Has it worked? What are the rules? Yeah, um, I had a seven-month break. I went and well. moved about two and a half hours away, and we only saw each other on weekends. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to bring back that, I suppose, 
boyfriend girlfriend dating relationship uh-huh. because I got married quite young, so it was um I think just got a bit overwhelming. Like I feel like I haven't done anything, I haven't been by myself, mm. and yeah. so um yeah, it was the best thing that we ever did. Um, it made us so much stronger. We're expecting our first child in October. Oh, so congratulations. Like, congratulations. Yeah, best thing we ever did. What <laughs> were the rules for you? Because you were obviously seeing each other on the weekend still. So was it like, don't see anyone else? Yeah, no, that would never have happened. Yeah. Um, um, I wouldn't have been able to deal with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. But when you were, when um, you yeah. kind of decreased the intensity of being in, t- in, in each other's space the whole time, did that give you space to kind of restructure the relationship in a more healthy way? Yeah, and I think that's what we needed. We needed that space because we were just always in each other's face. We were mm. never really doing our own separate things. Yeah. Um, so to have that space and go do your own thing, um, it made it just so much better. And we're still doing that to this day. Like, right. I'll go off with my friends and he'll go off with his friends. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's healthy. Go. yeah, healthy. And all the best for September with the bubs. Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> there you go, Steph. Hey. Apparently it works. I'll go home and tell my wife I want a break. And, uh, <laughs> no, she'll break oh, my oh, legs. <laughs> Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Osher's Fox Party. We're getting married in five hours. We had a sick night. <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, it was a night to remember. I have to say thanks to everyone that came along to Osha's Bucks. The Hot Girl DJs, I have to say, were a little bit of my favourite. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, they were Hamish and Andy. Um, Wow, their outfits. You yeah. can check them yeah. out online. It was the 12 abs though. between them. Yes. They did really, very fit. Amazing. Uh, Shannon Noll brought the house down too. Didn't he? What? performance of What About Me. You uh, sang along with what him What am I going to do? Shannon's, Shannon says, Oi, 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 Oshie, come up here and sing this with me. You can't say no. You can't say no. You can't say no. Quickly yeah. realised I haven't got as good a voice as him, so I held the mic up, just mimed. Normally you sing a little bit. I'm going to get some of the audio off Snapchat. Okay. To play it for you. And we <laughs> had a few surprises through the course of the evening, and you were always, you're on your toes, just waiting for us to pretty much hold you down and handcuff you to a pole and shave yeah. your eyebrows. Off. I was waiting for like a red state style kind of cling wrap moment. Yeah, but it, it never we happened. didn't do it. We didn't. We had one surprise, which was a video of a lot of your friends from your past that couldn't be there on the night to give you well wishes. This is very special. It was lovely, right? Yeah. Uh, and for those of you that weren't there at the party, here is the video that we got made for Osha's Bucks. Osha's Bucks party. Mark Holden. Osha, sorry I can't be there, but muzzled off. Have a fantastic, fantastic night. And love to you and Audrey. And sorry I can't be there, mate. Sam and Schnez. G'day, Osh. Sorry we can't be there, mate. Hope you're not going too crazy on the tofu burgers and ginger beers. We just want to say congratulations to both of you again. And most importantly, look after those two beautiful girls. Sam Frost. Hi, Osh. I hope you have a fantastic Bucks party. I'm so sorry that I can't be there. Uh, I'm really happy to see that your engagement is doing a lot better than mine did. Too soon. Dicko. Hi, Osh. Sorry I can't make your box tonight, but I've got a gig selling the Ab King Pro on the shopping channel. Anyway, <laughs> have a fabulous night and enjoy the stripper. But be gentle with him. He's a vegan. <laughs> Guy Sebastian. I heard it's your Bucks party really soon. And um, just wanted to say, if you haven't hired one yet, I'm your man if you need a stripper. You've seen my breasts, and I think we both agree they're lovely. Have you seen his breasts? Uh, no, I haven't. But uh, maybe if you're going to Splendor in the Grass week- weekend, this yeah. weekend, you might be able to see them. Guy Sebastian's playing Splendor. I, I hear uh, most people that have seen them say they're great, but Shannon Knowles deserve more recognition. Uh, and he <laughs> Shannon's buff. I yeah. had Shannon last night. Yeah. He's like, it's like he's made out of anchor rope now. He's yeah, like right. super fit. Wow. Yeah. Well, he had a great night. We had a great night. 
everybody had a great night. Dave had such a great night that he rocked up an hour late for work today. So, guys, I just want to say every I time. apologize. <laughs> Oh. I'm, I'm sorry for rocking up an hour late. 41 minutes. And I, even an hour late for the apology. <laughs> I just had to get it out. I'm just, it's I'm done. You done? Day. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's going to be a long day. It's okay. Day. Okay. Stab and Abby now with Osher on Hit 105. Now get the party started. Osher's Fox Party. We're getting married in five hours. Party. We had a sick night. <laughs> It was an amazing <laughs> night. Alsha's butt. So you can see the photos. They've just gone up at hit105.com.au. Yeah, I know. I always okay. get nervous when I say that and I haven't checked them out. But. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was amazing. The hot girl DJs, a.k.a. Hamish and Andy, did an amazing job. But there was a lot of females, which is quite different than a normal box. Because, I mean, they weren't... Um, they were, they weren't. Sometimes there's ladies at Bucks parties, Abby. <laughs> I, I know, but sometimes they're paid to be there. These ones oh, were You were paid to be there. What does that make you? I was your You were a lady paid to yeah, be at a... I stood on stage. I stood on stage and mimed what about me with Shannon Noel. I don't care what happened. It was the best night ever. It was yeah. great. And we had a whole lot of people from your past come along to help us celebrate. Uh, Michael Turnbull was there, mm-hmm. uh, previous Bachelorette contestant, and Heather and Nina uh, yeah. from The Bachelor were there, and we actually yeah. caught up with them while we were at the, uh, the party. We are here with uh, Heather and Nina. Heather, how have you found this? Is this your first time at a box? Uh, actually, it is my first time at a box. I feel kind of dirty, but in a good way. Anything you would like to say to Osha on his box? You go first. Go on. Oh, Osha. We shared so many memories. Dude. But congratulations. We wish you all the best. Thank you so Audrey's much for Audrey's beautiful. You're beautiful. Amazing. Do you guys know Audrey? Yeah, she's done my makeup a couple of times. Yeah, right. She's ridiculously hot. You did well, man. No, I know. You landed a good one. Yeah. But she's hot and she's lovely. And smart. Yeah, totally. Triple threat. I'm going to say this. You are an incredible man. You've always had my back. Even though you dumped me on a, a national TV show. Did. Right. I dumped both Thanks, of you. Mate. Oh, you, you did, did dump both of us. Yeah, I dumped both of you. No, you're a beautiful man on show oh. and I love you to pieces. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you for having so us. So good. Uh, yeah, you were the just fo- the messenger of dumping. I'm the firing squad. <laughs> Is that awkward with a lot of the ladies? Because the, the last time you would have seen a lot of them would have been when you were sending And they were home. in tears and yeah. I'm saying, yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, just for the, the head of dumping was particularly hard. Yeah. Because what they didn't show you when we, uh, in the edit, it happened quite quickly. What they didn't show is I actually called her name about four or five times. <gasps> she was totally out of the room. Like, totally gone. Really? Like, Heather, Heather, he- Heather. Oh, and she looked up and was like, You've got to go now. And yeah, and so I could actually hear the sound of her heart breaking. That she still talks to me is extraordinary. <laughs> You've probably broken more hearts than any man. I have, because actually, uh, on last count, we've now had more than 100 bachelorettes step out of that limo. He said this. He goes, I don't remember all their names. They always expect me to remember them, but there's so many of them. There's more than 100. Can you remember 100 people's names of people you've met for about a minute? I'm flat out remembering your guys' names. <laughs> hey, if the, you want to check out the doesn't photos. Doesn't help that I changed it, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Stab and Abby, now with Osher on Hit 105.